When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. And Kelly, morning after. KPN TFM HD2. Collinsville, St. Louis. We're bringing the World Series back. Yep. Yeah. Those Cardinal players just know how to act. Yeah. They'll kill those Tigers with the swing of the bat. Yeah. Because those Red Birds just know where it's at. Yeah. yeah. Bring it to the loop. Baseball fans, you see these Cardinals are the best in the land. They're gonna whip ya if you misbehave. Cause they know to wash their hands before they play. They wash their hands? Take it to St. Louis. Home run pools, World Series, baby. Strikeout carp, World Series, baby. Home run Yachty, World Series, baby. Strikeout soup, World Series, baby. Home run Duncan, World Series, baby. Strikeout weed, World Series, baby. Home run rolling, World Series, baby. Get your sexy on, World Series, baby. <laughs> this was written before they were in last place. <laughs> we're bringing the World Series back. Yeah. These Cardinal fans just know how to act. Yeah. They'll scream and shout till they get their wish. Yeah. yeah. That rhymes. World Series title for the new Bush. Yeah. Bring it to the loop. Doug, the Cardinals came up just short of the Twins last night, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm starting to wonder if I'm going to win this bet I placed for them to win the National League Central. You're not going to win it. Okay. That'd be tight. Um, At this point, don't you kind of hope that they keep losing just to maybe get a higher pick? What else we got to root for at this point? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, I mean, same mindset when the Blues were, uh, you know, when they completed the Tarasenko and O'Reilly and Barbashev trades. Who would have thought? You might as well pick fourth or fifth or sixth as tenth or eleventh. I actually would would think. I don't know how it worked in the 1970s, but this may be the first year. Ever with both the Blues and Cardinals selling. The Cardinals hadn't done it since Bill DeWitt's been the owner. Like a true sale. Um, well, the Blues did have some rough years in the 80s. Right. Where they were almost moving out of here, and the Cardinals had a couple of rough years. In the 80s. But I was wondering if they ever overlapped like in the same I'd year. I'd have to look that up. There's no way to look it up, Tim. I agree with you on that. For example, we know the Blues were in the... Was it the Campbell Conference Final? It wasn't the Western Conference Final. What year was that? You know, but you weren't here. 
<laughs> I don't know. 1986 don't know Monday Night Miracle. Oh, that's, oh, okay. Yeah. Nice show prep. And that was the year the Cardinals were 20 games out in June. That's right. So we know 85, 86, 87, we had something doing. But uh, 88, I don't know. 89, Tom Brunanski. Was he, was he 88 or 89? Uh, he's one of those. I don't know. And then Pedro Guerrero hit a ball off Mitch Williams. Was that Labor Day weekend in 89? It was late in the season, I know. And it caught the netting at Wrigley Field, and the Cardinals were in the mix. And then something happened with Tom Bernanski and Jerome Walton, I think. And the Cubs went on to win the division. And they clinched that in Pittsburgh? I don't know what they clinched. I feel like they do. Yeah, right? your memory is just... Harry Carey was screaming. I don't remember what I had for dinner last night. No. Ooh, Thunder. Oh, man. My God, Doug. We could hear that here in our studio. It's shaking the mics. Wowie zowie. It was pouring this morning on the way in. I'm telling you, yeah. Same thing over me. Yeah. And I probably come in about four hours after you do. I got a windshield wiper problem, too. (laughs) Uh Oh, wiper alert. You know, like the little rubber thing that actually does. Bill's rubber. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's Bill's rubber, is what it's called in the mechanic world. Right. Uh, It's loose, it's like swinging around. And so, and it's, of course, right in my line of sight. So I can't get that part clear. So I'm, like, ducking under, like, driving, like, if you're watching on YouTube, I'm, like, driving like this. So I thought, do I just get a new windshield wiper? Yes. And I can install that myself, right? Uh, I can't, I uh, just because of the St. Louis U High thing. I don't know what Ledoux's policy is on their graduates. It is a public school, but it is kind of, like, high end. If you go to O'Reilly Auto Parts, he'll come out and do it for you. Right. I've had that happen. Yeah, you don't want to mess, you don't want to bother mugging ass with that little thing. Right, that's kind of what I'm thinking. I think I can do it myself. You've, My you've dad's going to text me literally in 30 seconds and be like, yeah. it's super easy. Yeah, it is. And that's Mr. Siders? No, Mr. Siders is not my father. So Mr. Siders doesn't seem like he's a fan of me. <laughs> who's and Mr. My dad Siders? Is a fan guy who's texting in. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's what I'm dealing with right now. And it really sucks because it's been nothing but rain for, like, the last I'm week. I'm telling you, we really have had a lot of precipitation. Moisture Doug. city. The Let's, worst one I had in my hoopty. Um... In the winter, it would take forever for my defrost to work to get the windows de-iced. But then if you had real bad ice, you'd always get that one piece stuck on your windshield wiper, and then you'd turn it on to get the snow off, and all it's doing is smearing it. Mm-hmm. Well, it can be dangerous if you can't see. Yeah, and I didn't have my wiper fluid thing didn't work, so I couldn't oh. spray it. Oh, spray it. Mm. Don't have that problem now. Thank you, Munganess. You are the great test. Uh, let's see what I want to tell people. But I want to tell people about Jeff Lottman. I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. Look, there was somebody in there. I didn't want to break. Well, I went down. In, I went in there. It was locked. I didn't want to walk all the way down the hall and take take four turns to go to the bathroom. So you I think just, you might? Uh, somebody might have heated that seat for you. Well, I don't have to sit down. I don't just care. The number of turns. Butter me up, <laughs> Daddy. Yeah, you got to take three turns to get to the other bathroom. And then I go by the other stations, and I probably stop to stay, say hi, and I don't want to do that. No, well, there you go. No. Okay. Uh, just bebopping around, they call it. Gosh. <laughs> Oh, God, what was that? That was haunting. (laughs) Uh, Jeff Lottman has over 22 years in the St. Louis real estate market, over half a billion in sales. I'm getting, isn't the home buying sweet spot usually like May, June? Am I right? Well, that's when a lot of homes hit the market, yeah. So families can move for for school. 
Yeah. Well, I'm getting a bunch of homes sent to me here over the last week. I don't know what's going on. But uh, either way, uh, it is uh, a market that uh, you need somebody such as Jeff Lottman, who has those 22 years of experience in the St. Louis area, to help you out and perhaps to uh, help you out with a home that hasn't hit the market yet, but he's got intel. He was recently featured in the Wall Street Journal for selling the most expensive home in St. Louis. He joined Compass to start and build Compass St. Louis into the number one luxury brand in St. Louis. His Compass is the largest luxury broker in the world. Luxury is much more about the experience than the price. And they treat all their clients the same way, no matter what the price point is. They never turn down a referral, no matter the price, and they can connect buyers and sellers in other cities across the globe. All you need to do is this. Go to jefflotman.com. Now, how is that spelled? I'll answer it. J-E-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. Jefflotman.com. Go there and do it. Yeah. Uh, Doug, here's Holly Marmol asked, uh, asked about uh, Nolan Arnato and it didn't go well. Who asked okay. this question? I have no to be frank with you, and I like to be frank. Mm-hmm. Um, I Will did you not be honest with us. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did not cut the audio. Oh. KJ Noton was kind enough to cut the audio because I was doing a lot of things before the show. Oh well, yeah, I was I was I was working the board, so I don't know. So this is fresh to me. So mm-hmm. here we go. Have you had any conversations with Nolan Arnato recently about? His performance in the field, he's been struggling a lot of today's big, good example, barely missed it, or he's, are you guys leaving it alone and you'll figure it out? Do you think he's been struggling struggling lately? Um, big situations, um, a couple of hits, not again, the bats. Have you had any conversation with, with him? I'll let you ask him that question. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a terrible question. <laughs> and I didn't recognize the voice, so it was probably some throwing guy. Uh, who? Like, did we get him in a trade for Jordan Hicks? <laughs> yeah, some throwing guy that's <laughs> at a station. Yeah, you go cover a tonight. Reporter. And then wants to make a name for himself and ask a dumb question. Wow, so you, you really put that together just with the question. Oh, it's easy to figure it out. <laughs> He's hitting 279 with 22 homers and 78 RBIs. He's struggling. So starting all star. Did he go for last night? He had one for four last night. Uh, and he, I, I, in, in fairness to the guy asking the question, who was what there to make a name for himself? Just, just Is that right? Himself, yeah, just a throw in from the station. Uh, he's two for his last eighteen in uh, the last week. Yeah, he goes through, eleven. He goes through stages where he he doesn't hit much, and then he'll just absolutely tear yeah. it up yeah. for about a week. He'll have games where he will, he'll hit the barrel every single time he's at, at the yeah. plate. Every That's single a question. Time. I mean, oh, okay, he's 2 for 18, but he, do you think Marmel's going to go to him and <laughs> Marmol is going to go to him and say, you're struggling, what's going on, you okay? Yeah. I mean, the manager's not going to go to him when he's at 2, 18, two for 18 and <laughs> you're struggling a little bit, you okay? It's up okay. to the soft media in this town to put a finger in his chest. That's right. Uh, let, me, let me hear that again, Jackson. Sure, sure. Have you had any conversations with Nolan Arnauto recently about his performance in the field? He's been struggling a lot of today's big, good example. Barely missed it, or he's, are you guys leaving it alone and you'll figure it out? With Nolan Arnauto. You think he's been struggling struggling lately? Um, big situations, um, a couple of hits, not again, the bats. Have you had any conversation with, with him? I'll let you ask him that question. Yeah. yeah. That'll be fun. I wish, knowing that guy, I probably did go ask him. Yeah. Yeah. So sultry. Okay. Then he'll probably go in there. Yes, Nolan. Uh, Manager Marmol told me to ask you this. Manager Marmol. 
What are reporters going to ask the rest of the season? That's what I'm saying. Like, what <laughs> else are you supposed to race? ask? What is there to ask at this point? Favorite pizza well, topping? Don't, don't do ask you, anything. You don't do you have you to care? ask something just to have your voice out there. No, but you need them to say something so that you've got sound bites for radio shows like this one. Right, and story, you have to have a story at the yeah. house, though. I, I guess the question is, you lost. Do you really even care at this point? <laughs> I hope I love something as much as the Crypt Keeper loves his own voice. He admittedly hasn't watched more than a couple games all year, but doesn't shut up uh, during any of the baseball talk. Mr. Slave is angry about it. Yeah, well, Mr. Slave, we're just talking about something we just heard. I don't think I had to watch the baseball game to listen to a question. Did anybody recognize that voice? I don't recognize that voice. I really did not. That wasn't Derek Gould. No. It wasn't Denton. It wasn't wasn't Katie Wu. I don't think it was Jeff Jones. It would be great if it was Rich Gould. It wasn't Stu Clytenic. Stu Clytenic. Maybe it was Katie Wu. It was not. Disguising her voice. Nope. <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't. No. No, you don't. You know. don't have the balls <laughs> to answer whether or not you think Jeff Fisher should come back or not. <laughs> Those are the type of questions we need to ask. That's a little yeah. peak at balloon party. He's calling Rich. Hey, I miss uh, Caller Rich so bad. He's a car dealer in Arizona. Yeah, he? he was. He disappeared. He did his crazy. own show for one day on oh, a Sunday on 920. Ding, 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 ding. It was. That was the Barrett to, era, wasn't it? I need to head to break so I can <laughs> find some advertising to stay on the air. <laughs> no, I think that was uh, during the Barrett era. We had one guy win a contest and got on the air. And I think he either... <laughs> Entered the contest and didn't win, and they gave him a show to pay for his time, and that was a mess. Mm. I felt like that was 920 era. I felt like I was listening to that. No, he, he did the show at 920. I know that. Okay. I thought he did one on 590. Well, he may have, too. but I... The I line that his calls. Yeah. I his calls. The line where I have repeated from was certainly from 920. <laughs> uh, Ken just said, quote, knowing that guy, he probably, and then admitted he doesn't know who asked the question. That's from the 314. Well, I didn't mean that I knew who he was. If I knew who he was, I'd tell you who it was. I didn't know who it was. Yeah, I didn't recognize the voice. No. Maybe I said no in the question. It wasn't. I didn't, I didn't mean that I knew the guy. It wasn't Malcolm Briggs. It was not. It was yeah, not I don't, Gary I don't think he's in radio anymore. I used to have to produce him on Bolzer show on 1380. It wasn't Paul Alexander. <laughs> he left Channel 4 in the 80s, so it wasn't him. Damien. Damien. That's <laughs> <laughs> Exorcist. Good or bad, Exorcist. Good. Yeah. New one coming out. Huh, right. they, can't, they can't top the original, I don't think. I think Linda Blair's in it, isn't she? And Ellen Burstyn, both reprising God, their roles. Be, they are. She's got to be 100. She's 90, yeah. It's she possessed again? I assume Came Linda back. will be. Yeah, I don't know. I do, I do like the first Exorcist, though. Guys, I listened to that Rich from Maryland Heights show, and Rich started to panic after he did all of his material and then realized it had only taken up about five minutes of the showtime. That's from the reluctant cock. Yeah, it's tough. Not everybody can sit in a room by themselves and talk for an hour. In fact, most people couldn't. And that is why we went to journalism school. Yeah. No, I couldn't. I could no way. I broke her out the time, bitch. Oh. Yeah, there was some, one guy, was a, I think he owned a furniture store. He was doing a show. He was three months behind in his payments, so he mm. quit. <laughs> no, the, yeah, people are taking shrapnel. Doug, the people on the periphery of St. Louis media are taking yeah, hits yeah, yeah. here in the 9 o'clock. I house. guess they stopped collecting money from him because one guy was three months behind and he didn't pay, so he went to no. I think he went to Costa Rica. Oh, this is AM Talk Radio. <laughs> yeah, if you have a checkbook and a check that doesn't bounce, you have a show.
Yeah, well, that's yeah. essentially. Yeah. <laughs> well, they weren't paying, so they got Doug, booted out. Don't you tell a story that some management was yelling at people who were brokering out time on, yes. on the station? Yeah, they called a big station-wide meeting. And they said, we're just not cutting it here. You need to do better. And these, these are people who are paying customers. They paid to have their own show. Like, if they didn't like what they heard, can they just not pay anymore? And then that revenue's off the books. Oh, yeah, sure. They could have just not shown up. And there's there's more money that you're not going to pay. <laughs> Bold strategy. I believe that was right from... Uh before the man and woman thing started. I believe that was when that meeting took place. Um, but I, I could have been in there and, and the people brokering time were berated. Yeah, paying customers were hollering at. As long as they pay, what do you care? I'm sure you didn't, part of your deal was that we can sell part of your show that nobody's listening to. <sighs> Go to a show, we'll take your money. You say we got to do better? <laughs> I'd love to be a fly on the wall in that meeting. Yeah, we should have recorded it. I, I think that was before everybody had a cell phone camera that could shoot stuff like that. Um, somebody wanted me to talk about what Max Scherzer said yesterday. Um, I guess that's in reference to this. I talked to Billy, the GM of the Mets. I was like, okay, are we reloading for 2024? And he goes, no, we're not. Basically, our vision now is for 2025, 2026, 25 at the earliest, probably more like 26. We're going to be making trades around that. And I was like, so the team's not going to be pursuing free agents this offseason or assemble a team that can compete for the World Series next year? He said, no, we're not going to be signing the upper echelon, guys. We're going to be on the smaller deals within free agency. 24 is now looking more kind of a trans transition year. Um, I think that's what the person's asking for. Perhaps I'm off of them. And then he got traded. That's correct. And then Verlander got traded yesterday. And then the Astros go out and get uh, Framber Valdez, and he throws a no-hitter. So a nice day if you're a Houston Astros fan. Mm -hmm. Got Verlander back. And then the Mets have to eat. God, what do they have to eat on the Scherzer and the Verlander deals? Oh, it's cr a crazy amount of money. It's it's a crazy amount of money that Steve Holy Cohen's going to have to eat. It's nuts. It is nuts. I mean, they're both close to $80 million, aren't they? For a year, I think, I think Scherzer's is $43 million. Yeah, yeah, I think combined, yeah, they're up there in the 80s, and it's just, yeah, it's great. But when you spend like that like crazy and you don't win, this is, that's, you, know, you have to eat it. Wouldn't you like to be rich enough that you could hand out contracts like that and just say, oh, well, go away. Yeah, yeah. I guess that didn't work. Yeah, I would. That would be I'll awesome. I'll keep paying you, though. Yeah. I would love to have endless money. That would be I'd love to listen to New York Talk Radio today. I assume we'll have some friends on Twitter who will share some clips of some angry folks. Uh, Francesa predicted that they wouldn't be getting traded. Do we have that audio? Oh, we certainly do, Tim. Oh. Shares are sitting on $40 million a year. Verlands are sitting on $43 million a year. Guaranteed. And you think those players aren't going to take player options? They're not getting their money anywhere else. They're going nowhere. They're both on the team next year. Well, no. <laughs> yeah. Still have to pay for them, and they're going to play somewhere else. Yeah, he had a very bleak look yesterday about the Mets. Mm. He, was, he was down bad about it. Was he? Oh, yeah. It was, he was like so – you could hear the sadness in his voice. Well, those are, are about the two best pitchers of their generation. But yeah. father time gets everybody eventually. Would you rank Scherzer ahead of Verlander? A little bit, maybe. I don't know. He's won three Cy Youngs. Yeah. He? I feel like Verlander was better younger. Verlander just won a Cy Young last year, didn't he? 
I think you gotta so. look it up. There's no way to know. I'm just gonna no say he did. <laughs> I'm not even gonna look it up. I'm gonna say he won the Cy Young last year. I think look like, at that. He's all in. Okay. Chips are all in. Doug, you want to call? Or you want to fold? It's no, up to you. It sounds right. I think it was 18 and four with a ERA around two for a guy that's 40 years old. Twenty twenty one. Can't count that. Can't. Robbie Ray won it last Why would is this only going on? He won in twenty he says he won in twenty twenty two. He did win in twenty twenty two. You get a thousand dollars. Who bet me on that? Uh, Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie Ray, the Mr. Bet you. Shane Bieber. Verlander won in twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two. He won in twenty twenty two and twenty nineteen. In 2011. So three Cy Youngs. Three World Cy Series champion. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer all day, right? Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, on the, on the MLB Network, I was watching that coverage all afternoon yesterday, and uh, Dan O'Dowd it's like, you know, here's a guy he is focused on trying to get in the Hall of Fame, and I'm going, he could say, I'm done today, and he's in the Hall of Fame. Right. Mm-hmm. The Unless only, I'm missing something. The only detractor would be being on that Astros team. But he was, he would, he was probably a Hall of Famer before he even touched the Houston Astros. He's got, he's got to have close to 250 wins, doesn't he? Again, there's, there's no way to know. <laughs> You're asking us like we're like an encyclopedia. I just stuff. asked. I'll look it up. <laughs> it is interesting, though, to see the, the former winners of the Cy Young and how just a couple years later they're not oh, yeah. factors. Is Robbie Ray doing anything this year? Is he... Shane Bieber, he's kind of lost it with Cleveland, right? Blake Snell is just so-so pitcher. Well, now. Blake Snell's on fire right but now. But he started out horribly. He was Corey Kluber. Corey Kluber's on the verge of out of the game, Rick I think. Rick Porcello. Jeez. Wow. Dallas Keuchel. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. How good am I? These were the best guys in the league, and then just a few years later, not much happening. I said he's got to be close to 250 wins. How many? He's got 250 wins. Look at that! Gosh, someone did some research. 138 losses and an ERA of 3.24. I mean, that's, that's guaranteed Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Cardinals, as you know, uh, have done a lot of deals with the Blue Jays lately, Doug. Three of them, as a matter of fact. Um, last night, Henesis Cabrera, he, uh, the scoreless inning streak came to an end. Uh, he pitched an inning. He allowed three hits, three earned runs, and a walk. Jordan Hicks made his debut. He allowed uh, three hits, two earned runs in an inning. Um, he did throw the five, five fastest pitches in the game, topping out at 102.4 miles per hour, um, courtesy of friend of the show, John Denton. So uh, off to a rough start in Toronto for Jordan Hicks. Cabrera had been hot, but uh, he had his first bad outing last night. I would have been, I mean, I never really thought the Cardinals were signing Hicks to an extension anyway, but I just, I mean, that's a stock that you unload. And I don't really even care what they got for Jordan Hicks. If the market wasn't there, then so be it. I understand the market not being there. This is, this is, this is peak value time like if jordan hicks were on my fantasy team i would be trying to move him left and right so i get that it's nothing personal against him he's just got had injury problems and and he has a real issue with control and if you're a closer all hell can break loose real quick fast in a hurry and you got to navigate that american league east godspeed i don't know yeah anybody nurse yeah. anybody seen my nurse yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i, I just wonder a, if toronto's going to want their players back so they think they might just ask for ship cabrera and uh was that part of the deal that uh, I believe it was? We get to see him for five days, and if they <laughs> suck, we give them back. Right, the return policy. Okay, <laughs> yeah, it's damaged standard. goods. Mm-hmm. Well, tongues move around quickly, don't they? Well, 
Depends on who the hummingbird is. Verlander is the three-time Cy Young MVP, Rookie of the Year, 250 wins, 3,000 strikeout club, Guys Unreal. That's from Mr. Fong, owner of the Dildo Shop. Yeah, yeah well, I think we just Scherzer, ran all those off. Scherzer is too. Thanks for <laughs> recapping. <laughs> Yeah. Verlander's owed $58 million in 2023-2024, of which the Mets will pay $35 million. If Verlander's $35 million option for 2025 vests, the Mets will pick up $17.5 million, bringing their total to $52.5 million, all of which will count against their CBT. In other words, they can be taxed on that. Hence, they may be in shutdown mode. I mean, this stuff can happen quickly. I, I understand and agree with Cardinal fans who are slash were critical of the Cardinal offseason this year. I don't know what that was about. I never was angry about it per se. Part of the reason why I wasn't angry about it is because I'm not going to necessarily get angry about that stuff at this point in my life. But also, I think there might have been extenuating circumstances that they did not want to talk about, and I think that may have to do with the television deal, so I gave them an out. I may be wrong on that. And then the other reason is if you just don't see value then you can't just spend just to spend. And the Cardinals have spent. They've spent irresponsibly or they've made bad deals. Take your pick. There's a lot of them out there. And they dodged a couple that they were three, really, that they were trying to make. Pools, Hayward, and Price. All of those would have been disasters. And I guess you could include Stanton in there. Um, So the whole thing about them not spending money is not accurate. And you are going to see here with the New York Mets, I mean, that's that's a franchise in New York City that is now in shutdown mode for at least a year, if not two years. So, yeah, if you're Max Scherzer and you're as old as he is, you're going, well, then what the hell am I sticking around for? Get me out of here. And then Verlander's going, like, get me out of here, too. They are. And, 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 and like I said, not only are they paying that, but it counts against their luxury tax. That's an mf of a situation. And, and that's now that's New York, and that's Steve Cohen. On the other side of things, you have a smaller market, albeit they're in complete command of their market, in the San Diego Padres, plus they've been hit by the television thing hard. And I, in a big surprise, they are fighting for their lives as far as getting into the playoffs, and they have a huge payroll for what their market size is and now what their television size is. And so what could happen is when you have these albatross kind of contracts is they can really hamstring a franchise for years to come, especially if you don't have the liquidity that you normally would have with, say, a New York franchise. And that is why I am so, I was, uh, hopeful that the Cardinals would do something with the Contreras contract because I fear that that is going to be a problem as the years go on if you don't consider it a problem already. And sometimes you would think the GM, too, you know, you got to give Mo some credit that he doesn't go out and get these huge contracts just because they're available. Um the GM says, oh, God, he's giving me an open pocketbook. Yeah, I'm going to spend $300, $400 million on him. Yeah, I'm going to get him for $400 million. Yeah, great, look at this lineup. And just goes out and spends it because he knows his owner says, yeah, you know, do what you got to do. You know, you got an open pocketbook. Sometimes they can work the wrong way because the GM's sitting there thinking, God, I can spend, I can spend almost a billion dollars this year. I'm going to do it. And he goes out and does it when he spends too much money on these players. Now look what they got. They got nothing for three years, probably. And in New York, too, you know? I mean, that is just not the way it usually works there. I see Scherzer as compared to Verlander. Scherzer, three Cy Youngs, two no-hitters. Tied for the record for most strikeouts in a nine-inning game with 20. Jeez. Most immaculate innings pitched, three, tied with Sandy Koufax and Chris Sale. And one eight-time All-Star, 210 and 106. 
Earn run average, 3.15. Strikeouts, 3,307. Jeez. And the World Series champion. Three immaculate yeah. innings will get him in there. Well, that won't. But... Why is that having a Pretty stat? amazing careers. Probably the best. Well, I guess he and Yogi Berra are still tied for the best players to ever come out of this area. Yeah. Yeah. Bah. Tim, best pitcher, best defensive I got. I actually got cut from St. Louis U High's varsity team in you were uh, close my junior year. And what Barra did with the Yankees senior. and what you did. What you did I don't know. I appreciate Louis that. I appreciate it. I, I, I just think that he was better. Well, he didn't. He wasn't fighting the politics that you were. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what at St. Ambrose? Yeah. Who was that I'm guy? St. Mary's uh, High School. <laughs> I'm about to get paid in the Escalade. Yeah, well, who was that guy? That lived across the river. He had like a farm. Doug? Would have parties in a shack. I think it's for. Is it Kurt Reeder? No, yeah, he did. Calvin May was friends yeah. with him. Is he from yeah, Cal May. Cal May's friends with everybody. He is. Amen. Yeah. I think Jason Isringhausen qualifies as that too. Isringhausen texted shack. me during balloon party yesterday. Who's the lefty? We were talking about man buns. That really activated him. <laughs> <laughs> he got worked up. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Who's the lefty that wanted to end his career here? Was pretty good. Doug? Just recently. It's probably like six, seven years ago. He uh, retired. St. Louis guy? Yeah. Lefty. I think he pitched for the White Sox for Darnell the rest of his career. Coles. Darnell Coles? No. Uh, I think it's he threw a no-hitter. Randy Choate? No. no. He pitched for the White Sox. I think. Oh, uh, Mark just... Burley. Burley, yeah. Oh. <clears throat> Tough loss today. Tough loss today, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop putting words in the skipper's mouth. <laughs> God, who did, he, who did he put up there yesterday? He says, my good friend. I'm so happy to call him good friend. And it was somebody I think he'd met once. Coach, uh, what what goes through your mind when you see the ball actually go through the hoop there? Well, I knew it was good. Yeah, that's why they have nets. (laughs) God. You think about it. Can you imagine if that was like in New York media? (laughs) I was asking a question. God almighty, would he get ripped? Coach, uh, how cool was it that it was a Wisconsin player that uh, sank the winning shot? Well, they're all Wisconsin players. <laughs> Think about that, Doug. Yeah, well, they are. I love the one <laughs> where we ask a question. Lewis goes, yeah, it's great to have a good question back. Yeah, but I miss the skipper. I miss LaRussa. But he was always entertaining. He was fun to cover. Mm-hmm. So what your grandma think? I don't know. I haven't told her yet. Yeah, you got to talk to her before you get the reaction. He's still in the in the locker room. <laughs> I remember the... Funniest I think I've ever seen Larusa. For some reason, he he didn't care if he knew the band or not. He just always wanted to meet him. <clears throat> and I told him that uh, the Los Loy Boys manager was, was coming to town. <laughs> you had this, this conversation with Tony Larusa. Oh my yeah, God! That's I talked to him. I talked to him about a lot of things. But um, the their manager was coming to town, and I said, "Yeah, I can get you Cardinal tickets. I can probably get you on the field." Um, and he brought his kid with him. So. You know, they're out there for batting practice, and I call Tony over, guy, this is such and such, Los Lonely Boys. Yeah, love that band. Going places. And he talked, he gave him some CD sign, and the kid uh, wanted a ball by Pujols, and he just walked and picked up a batting practice ball. Albert, come here. Signed it for the kid. But then uh, we go in, and, uh, I mean, it's probably a half hour before the game. Everybody's out on the field, and the roost getting ready to go out. And I walk in his office, I said, so what'd you think? You got, you got all the CDs? And he goes, yeah, got them. I got to go out and try to. Figure out how to beat these dicks. Oh, we were playing. Wow, 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 Doug. They were playing the Cubs. Gosh, that was rough language. Good was it just to see this team get the win? Yeah, it was very good. 
Did he really know who Los Lonely Boys was? I think he did, actually. He said he liked their music. Anyone else recognize him? No. Well, he's the manager. Nobody knew who he was. I shave only my left <laughs> nutsack if the cards win. <laughs> and I've never told that story, so if you text in, we heard this story, you're lying, because I've never told that story. Well, before. unfortunately, a lot of people disagree, and they are coming <laughs> in fast. And I knew they would, but I've never told that story before. We've heard this story no, for the 5,000th time. That's from Foot Soldier. I've never told it. Here comes the Los Lonely Boys LaRusa story. No one cares, you effing creep show. That's oh. from the Nixon nut smuggler. Not the damn Los Lonely Boys skipper story yet again. That's from the 830 record. I never told it. Quit clearing your throat on the air, smokestack. It ruins a listening experience. Damn it. That's from John Lithgow's Harry Henderson. Well, Lithgow here. So how many guys from Most Lonely Boys were there? Um, um. There was Henry, there was Ringo, and there was JoJo. There you go, Tim. This was the manager. The <laughs> it's band more like comprehension in... at this point. Uh, oh, the band wasn't in town. The manager was in town with his son. Was the manager of the band? <laughs> yes. And they got excited about that? Well, I don't know. Tony just got some CDs out of it. I don't know. Jesus. Ask the listeners. They've heard the story a thousand times. You tell them. Yeah. Maybe I missed something. I don't know. I would think maybe if it was some big rock star, the band he doesn't care. themselves were out there. Well, he was maybe friends with Bruce Hornsby. How big is he? He kicked, he got, came over and ended an interview one time. We were interviewing Bruce Hornsby at spring training. He came over. Hey, game's starting. Get up. You got to go. I said, well, he's not playing. He sat on the bench right next to Tony, though. He ended our interview because he had to get Hornsby over to the game. Not the Hornsby story again. <laughs> Probably told that before, yeah. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP podcast.com. Hey, I promise trade grade. CBSSports.com says the following in giving the Cardinals an A for the oh. trade deadline. The Cardinals entered the deadline as inexperienced sellers. They seem to do just fine in the role nabbing pitcher. T- oh, here come these names again. Sakoa <laughs> Roby and infielder Thomas. From the Rangers in the Jordan Montgomery deal, Roby was having a breakout season before suffering a shoulder injury and his mid-rotation upside. Sagas, meanwhile, is an analytics darling who could have continued to overachieve and route to becoming a starter at second or third base. Even ignoring the rest of St. Louis's dead t- deadline business, the return alone earns them a high mark. Why did I, That was CBS Sports. The one I read from ESPN, the guy only reviewed one trade as well. These guys are busy beavers. But the one you read the other day trashed the trade. That was from, I don't know that which from place Keith that Law? was. It. Uh, no, I thought Keith Law was somewhat high on him, but he said the hot, the upside is the possibility of being a fourth or fifth starter. So one of these pitchers they just got blew out his shoulder? <laughs> well, he's got shoulder issues. Well, the other guy started in Springfield last night at second base. Okay. Sagas? yeah. Big yeah. Tom. Well, that's like the one they thing. They call him Big Tom. One thing they him. don't need is a second base. And pitch. the other guy they got was behind him. I think Sagas started, and the, some other guy they got in the trade was like 
playing behind him. He was like the second string. That's true. So you well, make between, a move and you're already starting in Springfield. But between Gorman and Edmund and Donovan, do they need a second baseman? Uh, the answer to that question most, is no. It wouldn't be the most pressing of the needs. No. Press corner, on me. Corner outfield maybe would probably be more pressing. Yeah. Um, but you get what you get. And I guess that. you could go into next year with Walker and Newt Bar penciled in as everyday players. I don't know who that third guy is. I guess O'Neal. DC3? You like that, Doug? DC3? N- no, I'd say no on that. Um, I, I got to do some live reads, and then I got to do the design air heating and cooling email of the day, and then I got to get my ass ripped for an hour with sure. Jackson down the hallway on balloon party. I do. Uh, mentality is what's going to help me get through it, though. LowTUSA.com is where you go. I went out there, I got tested. And uh, probably no no surprise to anybody, my testosterone levels are um, phenomenal. I bet. Yeah. Thank you. But uh, probably vitamin the greatest D, ever. I guess. But vitamin D, uh, I'm a little low there, Doug. You know, maybe that's a, that's a bone structure, probably because the left side of my skull doesn't have as much vitamin D as the right side. If you're dealing with decreased mental acuity, attention span, and stress, it can cause focus issues on even the most simple tasks. Belly fat, feeling bloated, and a lack of lean muscle and tone that used to be easy to get rid of or maintain. And what about low libido? Disinterested in spouse or partner, and that can lead to relationship problems. Well, Mentality is a local healthcare facility specifically dedicated to helping men feel and perform at their very best. Testosterone therapy helps men regain normal function and restores the ability to perform normally at all levels. All you gotta do is go to lowtusa.com, that's it. That's it. Get tested. It's an easy process. I did it. I can vouch for it. It's simple as the day is long. Good people taking care of a lot of TMA listeners. Go to lowtusa.com. That is Mentality. And a wonderful new sponsor here on the program. They were in uh, here, was that last week that the recovering alcoholic from Belleville and Webster Groves and Eric were in? Yeah, was that two, two weeks ago? ago. I think yeah, it was two, two weeks, weeks ago tomorrow. Uh, Illinois Recovery Center. And what they are doing is wonderful work. Illinois Recovery Center is the new premier inpatient substance abuse facility in Swansea, Illinois. When it comes to the disease of addiction, getting help should not be as difficult as it currently is. The Illinois Recovery Center's mission is to be the receiving hand in the community when someone seeks help. The IRC delivers a comprehensive system of care that welcomes both the individual struggling and family alike. If you or someone you know wants to learn about the Illinois Recovery Center, please call 888-472-9559 or email info at IllinoisRecoveryCenter.com. And while you're there, you should probably spend some time on... Thinking about it. That's actually what I was yeah. going to say. Yeah, I recognize yeah. Uh, Jackson, I am not able to get into the email. Are you in it? Mm-hmm. Have you been able to do the filter? All right, Jackson's going to handle uh, the reads while I try to get in there. All right, here we okay. go. Okay, do your best. Not knowing is the toughest part. Mm. It can drive you plum crazy. I like that plum crazy, Doug. You like that plum no, crazy? Uh-uh. Will Tim like my email? I don't know. Will I have sex again with that khakied stranger? I don't know. Three turns were all it took. I went outside during a break at a TMA Live. Because of the storm, I rushed in the parking lot when I walked smack dab into a LeBaron convertible. Immediately, that hot that hottie was all over me. Mm. Nothing between us but the night. No. <laughs> when I told him that I've never, he softly whispered, that's all right. And then I watched his hands of leather turn to velvet in a touch. Mm. There's never been another Thursday when I have ever learned so much. We need to feel the thunder, to chase the lightning from the sky, to watch the storm with all its wonder mm. raging in each other's eyes. 
We had to ride the heat of passion. Like a comet burning bright. Okay. Rushing headlong in the wind. Mm. Out where only dreams have been. Mm. Burning both ends of that flashlight. No. Oh. Well, you guys uh, shared a flashlight? No. Last name Taint, first name Maya. <laughs> Maya Taint. Nothing better than sitting in Montana on a summer evening watching a storm over the mountains. Have you ever done that? I think that's what he was describing. No, I said there was nothing better. Why Montana? I don't know. Montana's got beautiful skies. Are they much different than the skies here? Clear. Big. Not a lot of city lights. Still. Uh, am I still rocking Sorry, rolling time? Yeah, I'm trying okay. I'm trying to get in. Okay. Get in where you fit in, fools. You was a Mac up at the high school. Remember that Doug too short? I don't. No. Nope. Right, Jackson, go ahead. Eggs, milk, fish, a nice bottle of wine, pork chops, pepperica. Pepperica. Oh. Uh, yeah, pepperica. Oh, this is an email. And Young, thanks for the takes, Tim. Mazel, local broadcasting hero, and Mazel, Jim Hayes Enterprises. Thanks. Number one Asian intern Brian Henshin, but Ken Strode, Ken Strode knows him better as Tiffany Horseradish, the one who performed opposite Zendalia in that show Euphoric on HBO. Huh. Where was Brian Henshin yesterday, Doug? Yeah. Brian Henshin. Johnny come lately. And Young, the pride and confidence <laughs> yeah. in Ken's voice as he delivered that point in the first segment about the Cardinals stockpiling prospects for free agency, followed by the genuine confusion from Tim, was freaking incredible. Ken's wobbly sniffle whistle through the nostril thistle was icing on the pie crust. Oh. Thanks. Number one Asian intern Brian Henshin, a.k.a. ASMR ESPN's Brad Doolittle 4.5. <laughs> Sub, bell, repeat. Hey, guys, we have a special promo this week. I'll be doing a live ASMR show from Hooker Row in Orlando. No spoilers, but segment one of 45 will involve me cutting up the names for Doug's Big weekly fantasy game. All the proceeds go to Mr. <laughs> Warson Likes Wacko GoFundMe to get that 2004 hoopty repaired. <laughs> Hang in there, buddy. We're pulling for you. Brian Henshin. Brian Henshin, point two. Uh, my computer. I don't know what's going on with this thing, Jackson. The wireless might be a problem. Uh, he's a good boy. He loves Lady Gaga. Loves porno and free fish, too. He's a good boy, crazy about Pitbull, loves menthols and Nautica too. It's a long day, sitting there in silence. There's an old man pouting like a kid. He's thankful he's not jealous. Who wants a free trip to Vegas anyway? And now he's crest, crest fallen. Yeah, he's crest, crest fallen. I'm going to say 1990 on free fallen. It's going to get me 89 and 91. I feel like it's risky, though, because I feel like 88's in play. I can't look it up because I'm reading the email. I see. What do you think, Iggy? It's a classic. Yeah, it's late 80s. I think 88. 89, I shifted. There's an old man sitting in the breezeway watching nude scenes, and his neighbors can see there's an old man stealing some detergent. There's a sad man sipping Gatorade, and now he's crest, crest, falling. I thought it was over. Yeah, he's crest. No, there's a second verse. Crestfallen. Obviously, it's not as good as White Snake, but hopefully, it made you smile. Yeah, that's from the JV Golf Coach. JV Golf Coach. And then the last one. We flash forward three weeks. KG and Jackson are cruising for Strange on a late Wednesday night in Las Vegas. KG, I'm going to find me two waitresses here, and I'm going to pull me a Fredo. Jackson, yeah, well, they all skanks. KG, what are you talking about? Look at all the beautiful babies here. Jackson, the beautiful babies don't work midnights to six on a Wednesday. <laughs> this is the skank shift. KG corrals a cocktail waitress. KG, excuse me, excuse me, darling. I want you to remember this face here pointing at my Jackson. This is tough for me to read. This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. Jackson, will you cut that out? 
KG, Jackson, I'm telling you, the girls, the girls love that stuff. Jackson, you're gonna screw up our plan. KG, baby, we're gonna get laid. <laughs> Jackson, can we first see what happens when we play it cool? KG, what do you think, Jackson? Do you think she's gonna leave us and go tell her pit boss on us? Jackson, will you stop making fun all right? The trick is we gotta look like we don't need the S, then give us S for free. KG, right, 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 right. Well, I think you look great, man. I think I, I think I'm looking like the money, like the bomb, right? KG proceeds to sweet talk the waitress into meeting them after a shift and bring a friend for Yeah, over at the uh, Bamboo Lounge, wasn't it? Or was yeah. it the Voodoo Lounge? Ooh, Bamboo Lounge was Goodfellas, Voodoo Lounge was swinging. Yeah, wow, 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 wow. They all head back to the waitress trailer to engage in coitus. KG no. and the first waitress head to her bedroom, and he's rounding second, hang to third, when Jackson knocks on the door saying, hey, I need to use the phone to call into TMA. KG and the two waitresses are awkwardly sitting there half-naked while Jackson calls into TMA to recap how he got right up to the goal line but took a knee at the one-yard line when the second waitress said, stick it in me bum, no. because he's saving himself for Emmanuel Shrieky. Jackson then goes back to his hotel and sleeps alone face down the pillow. That's from Buck Swope. And that was perfect with the email to bet I didn't touch Swope. anything. Wow, wow. Wow, 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 feel like, uh, what's her name in Dirty Dancing? It seems like Baby? the same group of, of texters or emailers every single day. What about I'm a girl who likes boys? Starts with Kevin Miller. We go to Brian Hinchin, <laughs> the JV golf coach, and Buckswell. Well, you want to hear one that I filtered? Okay. Go ahead. Here is something from the filter file. This is high risk. You know? All right. See, it's kicked off HD2. If I won the lottery, you know what? I take my finger and stick up Doug's Vaughn's nope. It's from suspended stand. So that's the quality we're looking at <laughs> on the cutting room long. floor. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. He got he still writes days. in. Every day. He writes in every day. Who is that? Suspended stand, suspended also stand. known as Kevin Miller. Oh, that's Kevin Miller? Well, he writes too. Oh, wow. That's a serious charge. That yeah. might be litigation. Well, it says engine show on our email. <laughs> I don't I feel know. like I'm making a big stretch. <laughs> well, I know. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's the batch, bro. I guess I'll... I guess I'll go for the JV golf coach. I don't, I don't know why. I just, <laughs> the song, I guess, was kind of cool. That's a good song. Oh. I mean, it's embarrassing. <laughs> it's embarrassing. I'm going with suspended Stan. Stan. Well, he's been suspended. Uh, I'm going with Buck Swope. Jackson, you get to. There's nobody else. I love Swinger, so I'm going Buck. Buck yeah, Swope is shit. David Lucas. Doug, that movie is 27 years old. Hard to believe it. 96, yeah. right? Nope. Yeah. I don't want to believe it. Well, we'll talk about it coming up on Balloon Party along with the trade deadline. What else do we have coming up, Jackson? The people are going to flip over uh, on YouTube to 101 ESPN. It's half and half season, um, <laughs> deep dive requests. We're, that's the cool thing about Why Birth Wednesday is that we're not uh, – we're not – we don't have to hold on to anything. Yeah, we can do whatever planned. Right. We can, yeah, that's the cool thing about it. Right. <laughs> it is. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's very similar to Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. Kind of like we're, TMA. It's just everything's wide birth. It's unencumbered. <laughs> you know, but they're not used to it, the 101 audience. Well, that's that's their you should be now. You've been doing it for a year. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the rest of the day parts. Oh. They're like they're like guests and organization. Day parts turn to night parts. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jackson and I are going to go down the hallway. Do you have sound stories today? Is that somebody? Else? I do. Yeah, Doug's got one. Yeah. You had a twin bill yesterday. I did double yeah, header. Uh, all right, uh, balloon party up next. So switch on over to 101 ESPN and enjoy the fun and games. You can listen to TMA all day. Plowhawk is traveling. He will be back on Monday. KG and O Town back tomorrow. Correct. Yeah. Uh, for Action Jackson, for the vacationing Plowhawk, for KG No Town, for Kenneth Iggy Strode, for my brother Kevin, for Douglas Elvin Vaughn, I'm Tim McKernan. This has been Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios. <laughs>